Welcome to the Consistent 5K Club. I'm Elise Colson, your host. I'm a K-12 educator turned VA turned business coach. I've helped over 50 plus moms and women just like you create sustainable businesses as service providers. I'm here to give you quick, tangible tips and tricks to take your online service provider business from those one to 2K months to reaching those consistent 5K months without burnout or having to create digital products or even an agency. Through this podcast, I will be sharing with you the habits needed to create consistent 5K months. These habits will allow you to run a sustainable and successful business that supports your dream life and finally experience the freedom you've been craving ever since starting your online business. If you're ready, hop in those headphones and let's get to it. Hey, my friends. Welcome to the last episode of 2023. Hi. We are diving in on the Consistent 5K Club to just kind of chat about this whole word of the year thing. And whether or not it's something that you do, I hope that there are things that I share with you through this episode that you can take away and maybe use to help you figure out sort of the direction that you're headed in 2024. So real quick, and maybe I should have looked this up, but like, I'm not super concerned about it. So I hope you're not either. I didn't look up the like official start of where the word of the year thing came from. Um, It is something that I started doing moving from 2018 into 2019. So like, uh, 2018 was the year that I started my business. I started it in May. Um, that year I also really started to heavily lean into like self-improvement and like personal development stuff in addition to professional development stuff of like learning how to start a business. And so I was just learning a lot more about myself and I've always kind of loved that stuff but it was like huge. And so at the time, Rachel Hollis, her book, Girl, Wash Your Face, like exploded in 2018. And her and her husband at the time did this thing called uh, The Last 90 Days. And they start in October. And it's like building really good habits. It's actually a really great way to end your year because most people end their year in a crapshoot and just kind of write off the rest of the year. And think that they're going to start over again when the new year starts. But the thing that Rachel and Dave did is essentially like give you some daily habits to move into the next year. So like when the new year starts, like you're all, you've already been doing the habits for like three months. So in addition to the last 90 days, this word of the year thing came up and I, again, I could go back and look at what my words of the year were for the last handful of years, but this is my fifth year doing it. And when I originally started doing word of the year, it was really just kind of based on what I wanted to happen in the next year. Like what word was going to help me continue to propel myself forward or like, what would be a word that I could come back to and reflect on? And I still use the same general idea of that. Like it is very much a check-in for myself, but where it comes from is totally different now. 
So originally it was very like conscious. I would look at what I wanted to accomplish in that next year. And I would find a word that kind of associated with that. Um, I believe my word for 2019 was intentional. And so it was really just, I was using it as the space of like a check-in for myself. Whenever I would sit down to figure out what actions, what things I needed, wanted to be doing in the next week or so, you know, like sitting down to plan out your week, I would check in with myself about my word of the year and ask myself, like, am I still in alignment? It helped, it helped keep the alignment is really the basic principle of it all. And yet moving into my goodness, I don't even remember what my year, my word was for 2020. I'll, I can look it up. It won't be on this podcast episode, but if we're in an internet online friend space, I will probably post about it. Cool. So <laughs> don't remember what was 2020 was, but I do remember 2021 because 2021 was the year that at the end of May, beginning of June is when we got the news that like my brother's cancer was just like not going to go away. It was like the beginning of the end. And I remember my, my word being surrender. And that was between 2019 into or 2020 into 2021. That was the first time that my word didn't come from me sitting down and looking at my goals for the year. It came directly from God. It came from praying about what it is that he wanted me to be doing into the next year versus like what I wanted to be doing. And, and I, I very vividly remember, and I thought it's always this way. Like you sit down to pick a word of the year and you think, you know what it's going to mean. And then you get to the end of the year and you're like, well, that just like knocked me off my socks, didn't it? And so I remember sitting there and I fought with myself and fought with God and all of the things for the remainder of 2022 or 2021. And I remember getting to the end and checking back in with myself and realizing that my word of the year was surrender. And I had not done that. I had not surrendered my, any part of my being to to him. And so I like had to let it go. And that moved us into 2022, which was the worst year of my life. And, but then I remember I used the same intention to figure out what my word of the year was going to be for 2022 and use the same intention to figure out what my word of the year was going to be for 2023. And it all comes from God. Like they are very much not from me at all or even like associated with my goals. It's so funny as I love goal setting. Absolutely. And as I have continued to run my business, I have realized that I've kind of let go of the idea of needing to have like these specific big goals that I'm, that I'm reaching for that. Like really my biggest goal is to just stay in alignment and to do whatever it is that God has planned for me, you know? So 
that brings us to our word of the year. Oh, 2022's word of the year was a phrase. And this is when I started breaking the rules. Uh, my phrase for 2022 was simple joy. And it was, it was really beautiful because I remember sitting with my parents when we were in Wisconsin in the summer of 2021, after we had gotten the terrible news that like, this just was not getting better. Um, and my mom brought up this idea of joy and that joy and happiness are not the same thing. That joy really is like more a feeling of gratitude. Um, and you can feel joy even when you're like really sad. And so that was, I knew that's what I needed. And like that one wasn't hard. I knew that's what I needed moving into 2022 because I knew my brother was going to pass away. And then I had no idea that all of the other people were going to pass away too, but life is funny that way. And so God laid on my heart, simple joy so that I could make it through everything without completely falling apart. And so that brings us to 2023. And so I remember sitting there last December and I was praying about it. And the the way that I pray about it is not super like formal. I don't sit down and pray and then like journal about it and hope to get the answer that comes out of it. It's just like a continual dialogue between myself and God and like checking in and be like, does this sound right? Does that feel right? How are we feeling? What are we thinking? Using some of the tools that I talked about on last week's episode of like, what happened this year? Where do I really want to go? Where do you want me to go? Like just lots of check-in, lots of questions. And so 2023 was filled with not one, not two, but three words slash phrases. One of them is a word, the other two are phrases. And yet they were so pertinent in what I needed for the year. Like it's, it always, it, since I started tapping into God and being like, Hey, lay on my heart, what you need, what I need moving into the next year. Like, how do I get closer to you? How do I get closer to what your intention is for me, for my life? It just like, it astounds me. And I continue to check in with myself and see if I'm still in alignment and, and then also pulling God and ask like, if I'm still in alignment with what he's thinking. And so 2023 words slash phrases were lean in, be still and trust. And in particular, the most obvious example that I have of when that happened this year was one of the most pivotal things that happened this year. So in April, I went to a, um, a three-day live event in Kansas city with my mentor and coach Lauren Golden. Um, it was a last minute decision, like didn't even decide I was going until the end of March. Um, and April was a hard month for me. Like 
wasn't sure that we were going to be able to pay all of our bills, like going to have enough money to pay our bills starting in May. And so I'm sitting there at this event and I remember tapping into all three of those things. I was like, what do I need from this? What do I need from this event? What am I taking away? And the be still part in particular is like the opposite of my like natural state of being. I constantly want to be doing something. I feel most productive when I am doing something. And so to ask me to be still feels like I'm not taking action. But there is so much action in being still. And so it's almost this visual that comes into my mind when I think about being still and leaning in and trusting. And I had to, I put together the boot camp while I was there at this event, get off of suggestions and things that I heard from other people. It was like the thing that I needed to do in order to move to the next level of what I was doing with the people that I care about the most, which are the people that I'm coaching. And so I would not have heard those things if I had been so busy trying to do a million other things. I needed to lean into the messages I was hearing. I needed to be still enough to actually take the advice that I was hearing. And I needed to trust that it was going to result in the things that I needed. And so... These have been the three words and phrases that have really continued to guide me through this year. And they've been beautiful and amazing and wonderful. And then something happened. This last week, I was driving my kids to all of the places, mostly school. We're not quite at the space in our lives yet where they have a bajillion after school activities, But I was dropping, I was driving to drop off my eldest and something really, really cool happened. This info is great and all, right? But I know you, you're ready to actually take action. If you're tired of worrying about whether or not you'll reach your income goal this month and want to make your business more simple, go check out what's going on over on the podcast promo page at www.thesustainablebusinesscollective.com slash podcast dash promo. You'll find all the best ways I can support you right now with taking your business to consistent 5k months without creating digital products or starting that agency. I cannot wait to support you. So to paint the picture, the morning that this happened had been a really, really hard one. I had spent the last five days taking care of my very sick youngest child and all he wanted was mommy. And so that was my life for five days. And I'm an introvert and I need space and time away from people in order to recharge my batteries. So at this point, my batteries are drained. Like there is nothing left. I am not being a kind mother or person or wife or anything. And I'm trying to lean into my words of the year, like learn in, be still, trust, learn, lean in, be still, trust. And it's just not working. <laughs> like, what am I doing wrong? And so I started thinking, 
just, and just like asking God, I was like, so what do I, can you, I need you. I need you. Please help me. And sometimes that is the most simple prayer that I can possibly pray is just like, I need you, please help me. And then I started thinking about my work for 2024. It always becomes the topic in December, like what's your work going to be? And so I'm sitting there and my hands start to let go of the steering wheel, not in a scary way. I'm still driving the car, like whatever. But I realize that I'm grasping so tightly to the steering wheel. Like my grip is so tight and I realize that it's not just the steering wheel that I have been gripping that tightly to. It is the current way that I've been living my life. I am gripping so tightly to everything. One, because I'm a control freak and I like to be in control of what's happening. And two, because for as much as I know that I want to do more, that I am made to do more, there's a lot of unknown. There's a lot of trust that has to be given in order to like, let go. Um, and so I'm sitting there and I'm driving and I started to like, let go of the steering wheel. <laughs> I'm like, let go, let go, let go of what? Let go of my business. No, 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 no. That's not, that's not right. I have known for a very long time that this is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. But then it was like this idea of like not letting go, but releasing. Letting go feels so much more reactionary, whereas release feels so much more intentional. And so it became this very powerful visual of just like, Hands open, palms up. Release. Release the control. Release the expectations. Release the outcome. Release. And it, like, there's just this knowing that comes over you. And maybe it's because I'm a projector and, like, that's part of my like inner workings. I have this like a gut reaction and I know what it is and I know what it means. And so like, I've learned to really trust my gut because that's what it is. And it, it just feels right. Like that's the thing I have to release. And then additionally, later on that day, I was walking my dog and I was listening to um, Jen Sincero's you're a badass at making money. And I recalled so many different times, experiences, conversations with people about money in particular. And like, I took a money mindset course several years ago. And it was like this idea that if you would like to receive more money, you also have to be open to receiving other things as well. And so I realized that in addition to releasing, this is the prime space position with your hands open, palms up to also receive, to receive the things that are coming to you. And if you sit with your hit, your fist closed, 
holding on for dear life, you are in no position to receive anything. Where's it going to go? And so in addition to releasing, I am also open to receiving. And I cannot wait to see what it does in 2024. Here's the other thing that I'm going to tell you. I'm not waiting until 2024 to take these words on. The moment is now. My words from 2023, my phrases from 2023, I have blessed and released them. No joke. Because they have served the way they were meant to serve. That doesn't mean that I'm not still going to lean in. That doesn't mean I'm not still going to be still. It doesn't mean that I'm not going to trust anymore. It just means that the intentionality, the the like deep intentionality of those things has served its purpose. And now it's time to move on to what's next. So you do not have to wait for the clock to change into 2024 to take on whatever the intentionality of the words or word that you have for 2024 is. And if you're anything like me and you want some help putting new offers together, 2024 is quote unquote going to be your year, which I have my own thoughts, feelings, and opinions about that mentality. But if you know that there is something more that you are wanting to be doing, you have this idea of how you want to serve people and it looks different from where you're at. I have something called the new offer framework that I can walk you through, which is a really beautiful way for me to support you and to get you to the place that you want to get to in a much faster time period. It is a six-week intensive one-on-one coaching experience with me. So in six weeks, we will have you going from idea to paying clients. The application for the new offer framework is over in the podcast promo page. You can absolutely check it out. Let me know what your word of 2024 is going to be. I'd love to hear, see, know any of your experiences. And I hope you have a most wonderful rest of your year. And I can't wait to hear and see you over in 2024. My friend, thank you so much for spending time with me today. It means the world to me. I would love for you to leave a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts and share this episode over on Instagram. Make sure you tag me at Elise underscore Colson underscore. By sharing and reviewing the podcast, you are helping to spread the word so we can help as many service providers as possible, avoid burnout, and actually get to living the life they've been dreaming of. See you in the next episode.